Welcome to the Spiritual Twins Podcast hosted by Kat and Ariana. Please enjoy the journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back with another episode. I'm Dariana. I'm here with Kat. And we are the Spiritual Twins. (laughs) So today's topic is going to be very interesting. We are going to talk about why travel for peace of mind for escapism all that good stuff so without further ado Kat any thoughts yeah this is I always say I will just speak mostly to myself because that is the best experience I can speak of it's myself I can't speak for everyone but I always say when I've been and I've backpacked like long term I've lived in countries for about a year Um, you know, I'm more of a slow traveler, but I always feel like there's two kinds of backpackers or travelers. There's the people, and that's really, I I know there's way more than two, but if I were to categorize two umbrellas, there's people that are like checklist travelers that like to see the sites and like to take pictures and really like to be tourists, um, and like to have the experience of going to another place. And then there's people that more so travel for experience, travel to meet different people, travel to connect. And I would say I'm of the latter camp that when I first started traveling, I thought it was like, I want to see all these sites. And that's what motivated me. But then as I started traveling, I realized that the sites were just bonuses. Like, yeah, they were cool. Like I could Google image search them. But what really like ignited my passion and ignited my spirit was um, meeting different people and learning different things, which was really this introduction of expanding my consciousness and one in starting to find interest into um, my more spiritual practice. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely like slow travel too. I can relate to that. Um, but now I feel like I want to keep traveling, but for even longer, because I feel like, like I can sustain myself for a few months and then I have to come back to the States. I guess that's why we're talking about this. Um, why is it that we need to stay at these places longer? Do we just hate our countries? <laughs> <laughs> Um, hate's a big word. (laughs) Again, speaking to my own experience, I feel like too, a part of the reason my soul really wanted to travel. And for those of you who are into astrology, my ascendant sign is Sagittarius and Sagittarians are all about traveling. So I have that energy if you're into that or not. Um, But I think the reason my soul wanted to travel was because I did, I grew up in the suburbs um, and the suburbs, like everyone's the same, you know, and again, that's not a read. That's just facts. We are all conditioned wherever you're around. You're kind of conditioned the same in the suburbs. It is very like cookie cutter box. You go to a public school or private, I don't know. And then you're all learning the same thing. So I was just surrounded by people who all thought the same more or less. And there was this part within me that I never really felt like I completely fit in. Um, like I wanted to fit in, I like, that's all I've ever really wanted to do is to fit in. But there was just some part of me that's like, 
this just doesn't jive with me. I don't like align with the, and if this is you, it's not a judgment. It's just not for me. I don't align with like just graduating, going to college, which I did. (laughs) And then graduating college and then getting a full-time job and then getting married and having kids and following that trajectory, which if you follow that, that's fine. But that wasn't something that felt right to me because anytime I tried to conform to what I was conditioned to want to have, it just caused me deeper depression and deeper disconnection from myself. And so anytime I come back to the States, I think there's something to it though. But anytime I come back to the States, I just feel like I don't necessarily feel like I belong here. Now I feel like there's something to me being back and being able to share with people my experiences and what I've learned through traveling. And I think there is some, uh, there's definitely like the universe wants me here for the time um, just because I am able to maybe get other people thinking, hmm, maybe I want to do something different, you know, like whatever you want to call it. Some people call it a light worker. Some people just call it like free spirits, hippies. I feel like it is important for people to come back and share their experience. Or if I speak to the hero's journey, the hero's journey, which I've spoken about briefly on here before, there is a person, an ordinary person is called to this great adventure and they go on this great adventure. They have all these, um, like adversaries, they have these great um, points of climax where they learn a whole lot about themselves. And then after they have this, it is important for them to go back home and share their experience and share their adventure because that's like helping the collective. But then what also what often happens with the hero is then they're called on another adventure. So the cycle keeps going. And I feel like that's what I'm on right now. That's like, I'm just waiting until the next call to adventure when I'm meant to go. But that was a long-winded answer to your question. I feel like, I just don't feel like I fit in here, you know? So it feels lonely. It feels isolating. So of course, as humans, we want to go to places we feel like we belong. And so I like to travel because when I first started traveling, this was the first time in my life that I felt, wow. These are my people. I really belong here. I'm not this this freak in the suburbs. Yeah, same. Um, I remember always wanting to fit in and wear the latest whatever Jordans or clothes we're in. <laughs> but um, this topic about like conformity, you know, I think now more than ever we see this being questioned and I think that's why it's getting harder for us to just be complacent especially after you know 2020 we won't mention the unmentionable but what is this Voldemort (laughs) (laughs) obviously things have Things will not be the same, okay? Mm -hmm. Things will not be the same. We need to look forward. And I think moving forward, traveling long-term and making it a lifestyle is going to be a thing. And I think I, I, for one, 
am happy that we're going towards that road. I think that it's going to bring a lot of uh, peace of mind for people, especially those on the West. Um, and Western mentality right now is is on the edge of of, a, of an extreme mental breakdown. I mean, talk about the mental health crisis in this country that is not being addressed at the rate that it should be, and that causes a lot of people to turn to different modes of escapism. Um, but, you know, for me personally, okay, because I can't speak for everyone, I, I can't see anything else that will work right now except for travel. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not into, like, just, like, watching Netflix. I don't do drugs. I don't like going to the bar. None of that works for me. And, and <laughs> when it comes to relationships, I have very high standards, I've been told, <laughs> which is why you I've do. been in a, <laughs> which is why I was not... thinking about that, honestly, <laughs> earlier today. It's funny that you mention it, but that's a, another topic. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go on. What, what were you thinking? <laughs> I'm I was curious. just thinking about it. I was like, literally what you said. I was like, Dariana has a really high standards. Um, and how you were speaking once, you're like, oh, all these guys are interested in you. And I'm like, well, guys are interested in you too. You just have high standards. <laughs> but anyways, back to our, our normal topic. Um, yeah. Are you kind of tying that into it's hard, I guess, in the States, in this uh very status quo society it's even harder to find people that you connect with yeah yeah especially now i i think i think it's just extreme now i mean it, it's always been difficult i mean there's no denying that but now i mean i haven't been back here for quite some time so maybe i'm just catching up <laughs> and maybe someone's listening like where has this girl been? I mean, it's always been this way. But I'm I'm coming from like South America and in Bali and India, okay, where I'm mm-hmm. just doing all of this personal development and now I'm back in the States where it just seems like personal development is going backwards instead of forward. Yeah. <laughs> so. To that point, um, it's interesting. I kind of wanted to like dive more into this, how you were speaking of escapism. And I think there's different ways we can travel too. You can travel to escape or you can travel to go within yourself. And um, I definitely have traveled in both ways. I've traveled more like when I was just having a really hard time mentally, like I'd come back to the States. This was after my dad died and I'd come back and I lived in the States for a little bit. And I obviously hadn't really dealt with my grief of my dad's death and all the other things that stem from that. But also being back in the States was really hard for me. And so I was reaching this point of such inner turmoil. I was like, I need to travel to 
make myself feel better because it made me feel better last time. And I went to Europe and Europe is definitely different to travel around than Asia or South America, just because it's Western as well. And people who go to travel to Europe typically go to do the, see the sights, you know, and they move really fast. They call them flashbackers. Not my kind of travel. Again, if that's your kind of travel, cool, but not my kind of travel. So what happened is when I went to Europe and I did get to meet up with some friends that I had met while traveling, which I was really grateful for. But being in Europe, I just was like, it was like playing a video game that I'd already beat. You know, it was like, I was trying to use this source to help me feel better because it helped me feel better the last time. But I really wasn't getting to the root of the cause being like traveling's not going to fix me. Um, and so that's when I started, I guess, shifting after that moment, I was like, I really want to start doing, I want to be disciplined and do the inner work. I am ready to be committed to my practices. I am ready to face my demons. I am ready to go into the cave of myself. And I, this was when I made the conscious choice that I'm ready to start, um, being conscious about my healing process and so it this happened during the pandemic as well or before the pandemic not too long before and I was able to do a lot of inner work which I feel like its own kind of travel you know if we even speak to psychedelics psychedelics is its own we call it a trip right we call it a journey it's like a journey with it within yourself a journey into yourself this is an experience of travel I think so it's how we we gauge travel. And I think we can travel to escape or we can travel to um, engage with ourselves. And that's where I am now. So it's like, I'm not just going to travel to um, run away from my problems. I want to find, and I think this is why I, thought I like to find experiences now. Um, like in Peru, it was like I went to, to go on an ayahuasca retreat and it turned into a year. And then I like going to different, I've been to meditation retreats, yoga retreats. Um, but it's like, I, I feel like traveling can offer us so much. It's just how we choose to uh, engage in that offering. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you mentioned that. Like, going on trips isn't all physical, you know, it's a mental and very emotional thing. So I, I like that you mentioned, you know, these trips where we take, you know, psychedelics, yeah, we're using something external still, but it's bigger than that. You know, it's like, everyone has their own different perspectives on this but you know I just think that you can go further in life when you take inner journeys rather than physical journeys mm -hmm. and because it doesn't really matter where you are just matters like more about your mental state which is kind of something I've I'm learning now um, because before it was mainly about me thinking that I wasn't in the right place or the the right environment for like what I wanted to accomplish in life. And so I kind of somehow blamed it on that um, rather than seeing what was happening within my mind. 
Um, and so I don't think I would have gotten to that conclusion if I hadn't done all these journeys. Yeah, I was actually talking to someone the other day where um, I was mentioning to her bringing back to when I was growing up in the suburbs and feeling like such a misfit and all I wanted to do was to fit in and belong. And one of the reasons I felt like a misfit as I see now is because of my conditioning. We're conditioned to not be ourselves, even though we're told and as little kids to be yourself, but everything in our life around it doesn't really affirm to be ourselves. It's like, do this so you can get a better job. Do this so this guy will like you. Do this so our whole life we're conditioned to not be ourselves. So when I'm a teenager going into my early 20s, I'm not like I'm trying everything to not be myself, just trying to fit in and feeling like such a misfit because I'm not being myself. And I found that traveling started this a journey of unlearning, unlearning that everything I'd been conditioned to be. And the more and more I was unlearning, the more connected to myself I was. And then I started, and I think, which happened to be parallel with my traveling, I was unlearning things, being more myself. And I started to attract more people to me because I was myself, you know? And so my friends were... I actually felt a sense of belonging because they liked me for me. It wasn't like they liked this version of me who I wasn't. So it's been this huge healing process for me to see that, like, I do believe that you can be in a place and not belong, but it's probably more so of how you feel. Are you yourself in this place or are you not yourself, you know? So I feel like if you can show up as you are who you are, the right people will be connected to you. But some places it is harder to feel like yourself, which I think for both of us is the States because it is this highly conditioned capitalist society telling you to be everything you're not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I like that you mentioned this unlearning. I feel like every time I come to the States, it's about me unlearning even more things. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's weird. It's really happening on a unconscious level. And that's scary. If you're not aware of what's going on inside your mind, it can really affect you in areas that, that just like, you, you, you would never know. Like, this is, this is about to happen. Um, it just makes life really difficult not being aware of what's happening inside your mind because this is how things happen. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And every time I come here, I'm reminded of that. And, and I don't know, I don't know if it's just like, you know, if it's just everyone or it's just, just me (laughs) or just a few of us, you know, but it's not everyone and it's not just you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean I because I get confused sometimes because I go out there and I meet a variety of different people right I'm in New York right now so there's people here that are just like extremely ambitious and they know what they they want and I'm always admiring these people like I do admire that and there's also people that are just like trying to get by and then at the same time you know, you kind of meet these people that are like in the in between. <laughs> They're just like in between places. Okay. And 
and they're usually like they're the hippies, right? They're not they're not doing things for money or accolades or recognition. They're just trying to figure things out. Um, and so there's like this juggling act every time I I come back here and just kind of like seeing that also um, in other people. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have so much here, right? We're like spoiled brats because I feel like we can do whatever we want. We have everything, every tool, every every resource. I mean, you name it, right? We're supposed to be like this really powerful place. But the more we learn, I feel like the further we get from the truth. So I'm starting to realize that I don't think there's a lot of value in knowing everything. As and and you know, saying that here is kind of ridiculous because we're trained to be like you need to learn everything so that you can make a lot more money than you're making right now right it's all about like you know knowledge equal equals you know more money more power more whatever but you know it's it doesn't make sense because as that increases our mental state depletes so what, where's the balance? I, I guess that's what I want to ask everyone, <laughs> okay? I'm asking everyone in the States. Where is the balance here, okay? What is going on? Because <laughs> I'm confused, you know? It's just like, you know, there's... And, and everyone's burning out, okay? Everyone's just running on this treadmill, burning out. At what point do you say that's enough? Mm. Yeah, I've been, I'm revisiting the Yoga Sutras, and, uh, which it's like, it's, it's a text, honestly, even if you're, if you don't even practice, like, yoga asana, the Yoga Mm -hmm. Sutras are, like, really fascinating, Um, because it is speaking to this idea that we are all, like, there's a difference between consciousness, which is our thoughts, our feelings, all this conditioning, that's consciousness, and then there's the, like, um, true self higher self like soul whatever you want to call it that they're separate in that pure awareness we'll just call it pure awareness so there's consciousness and pure awareness and pure awareness can observe what your consciousness and that's kind of the idea the more and more we slow down and allow pure awareness to observe our consciousness we see what's real and we see what's not real we're able to sift through the bullshit and that is kind of the um like it's a catch-22 uh you know I do think there's benefit to learning because if I hadn't learned all these concepts I don't think I would have even had this idea of I couldn't be speaking to you about pure awareness and consciousness I wouldn't be aware of my consciousness but because I've learned and because I've had all these experiences I now at least my belief can say that I do believe I can separate consciousness from pure awareness Um, But the Yoga Sutra is just saying, though, that, like, 
the more and more we know and the more experiences we have, the easier it is to get caught up in the bullshit. Now, the Yoga Sutras doesn't say it like that. That's not verbatim, but that's just my interpretation. Um, that the more we know, the easier it is to get caught up in the bullshit. And when you get caught up in the bullshit, you become less present, less aware. And it's easier to get weighed down and to get caught up in the treadmill of life that you speak, you know? And even... I find there are these practices we can do, and I find we've even turned the capitalist uh, direction. So, like the yoga practice for me, or for what the Yoga Sutra says, it is to to help you embody this pure awareness to get in the present moment. But yoga now is like a sport and in Western culture, and it's people even, even if we're trying to do this, which I find myself doing, it's an egoic thing, that you still, like, you have an effort to it. Like, in a capitalist, capitalist thinking is, I am trying to do something to get this result. I'm going to do X, Y, Z in order to have this result. And so it's like, even the idea of, I'm going to practice yoga asana and meditation so I can transcend and be this wise person. But it's like, no, that's not the point. It's really just like, can I let go of all my effort whatsoever and just be this pure awareness and allow myself to observe my experience? And capitalism is, you know, that doesn't that doesn't sell Amazon at your door, you know? That doesn't, like, <laughs> none of this sells. None of this benefits the system. So I feel like the system is working the way it's meant to be because we need to feel like we need more and that we need more knowledge. We need more everything in order to fuel this system and that it's going to do whether consciously or unconsciously, everything that it can to discourage you from actually being um, aware of what's really going on. And that's why it gets so exhausting. I think when you have this moments of awareness and you see like, oh, this is, this is all bullshit. But then it's so easy to get caught up in it when you're back. And I feel like that is what's exhausting because you're constantly in this battle with yourself, like trying to keep up with the status quo, but also trying to surrender to everything that you've learned or unlearned rather. Yeah. Um, the, those yoga sutras, man, there's some power in there. You know, I, I should probably revisit that as well. I have my yoga book here. But, um, you know, this stuff needs to be more accessible, you know, especially now. Because we have this. This is knowledge. what we should be learning in high school. <laughs> exactly. This is what we need to know already <laughs> before we start working these nine to fives and losing ourselves in meaningless work. Um, we need to just find ourselves before we enter the world. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I think this is the point where everyone just finally decides what they're going to do in life. Are they going to continue <laughs> this outrageous, this outrageous demand to, to, to just, be complacent, okay? 
and and that's not even working anymore okay or are we going to just make this happen okay are we just gonna pave the way for our own personal um well-being you know because no one else is going to give that to us no no job no society no university is going to give us peace of mind and this is what we should be striving for and this is why i think and speaking to because i know you've been back a lot last time i've been back and back in the states i do a lot of we go back and forth but i've been back for eight nine months something like that i don't know and been able to like kind of sit with a lot of things and it's been a process and it goes up and down but i think this is the benefit though of the return coming back because i feel like we need people that have our perspective to be able to share your experiences and what you've learned while traveling because if all the hippies are just traveling all the time how are they ever going to do outreach not that it's like constant outreach and it's like a ministry like people knocking on your door not like that but i feel and of course you can do this at a distance of course podcasts are a great way this digital nomad era is a great way to do to speak to this but i feel like there is power in traveling long term and returning just for a little stint so you can um one see how you've changed i think that's the beauty in returning somewhere you can start to see how your worldview has expanded or what you've unlearned and that is a good a mirror for yourself but also you have the opportunity to share with other people and maybe they can see from your energy that this is something that I might want to do too. And it doesn't necessarily, and I get that uh, world travel might not be accessible or for everyone, but as we are saying, travel can be in different ways. You could um, find practices within uh, the States. If you can't buy a flight ticket, you know, you can, read different texts, whether it be the yoga sutras, or you can go to different workshops or whatever. But I think just the point is, how can we separate ourselves from what has been fed to us our whole lives? And I think sometimes it's nice to see a person and feel encouraged or inspired by them doing life a little differently that might kind of encourage you to do life a little differently too than how you've been told. Excellent. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, we definitely want to just encourage people to not be complacent <laughs> or get lost in this thing because it's not worth it. And so if you can't... It's not real. It's not real. It doesn't exist. It never has. It never will. Matrix. Yes. Yes. And if you if you forgot about that movie, watch it again. <laughs> watch it again and try to take some notes because now is the time to definitely, if you cannot get on a plane and physically go somewhere, um, an inner journey is just as just as effective. So. 
we, I guess we're just here like encouraging everyone to travel. Go yeah, within whatever and Whatever that travel. looks like for you. Yeah. yeah. Question everything that you've been told, you know? Really, that's what it is. Like, the world doesn't be willing to unlearn. Yes. Be willing to unlearn and discover something new. Because in that discovery, you just might find something more worthwhile than getting a paycheck on a Friday. Mm -hmm. And then spending it all on a Saturday. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And um, Kat, any closing words? The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. Joseph Campbell. (laughs) So deep. (laughs) Whatever that means to you or doesn't mean to you. (laughs) Closing words. That's excellent. Well, I'm inspired. It's only Tuesday, but inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I feel I feel like, you know, talking these things out are really beneficial. So if you're listening to this and you feel alone, reach out to someone and be honest with yourself, because I feel like that's the only way to find truth. Mm. All right, everyone, we're the Spiritual Twins. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Thank you. Ciao.